Party guys, Andrew Bolbros here. Hey, I wanted to do uh, one last video, uh, just recapping the week that was uh, Chargers Cowboys. And just get into it. Last night, if you were on the stream, the post game show with James and myself, it was extremely negative. I'm watching everything online, and oh my god, it is absolutely amazing how frustrated Charger fans are. And look, it's really an interesting game. I think there was a lot that we could break down this week. I'm going to send a, a lot of clips and descriptions of, of articles below in this video, guys, to take a look at. But I I want to recap some of the negatives and then just focus on the positives of what we learned from this week. Again, I, I want to end on a positive note. So let's get into it specifically is I want to talk about the practice that we had. And really it's pretty eye-opening when you look at it. I know Daniel Popper basically comes out and says that, look, technically Justin Herbert got sacked eight times. Pipkins didn't do very well. It's it's really interesting. The one thing that I was a little frustrated with, and this is a line right here, Trey Pipkins with two losses versus Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons back-to-back. -back. Great start to the competition. And I could go through a couple of other articles. They're all going to be at the description below. But I, I really want to also just emphasize, look, this is preseason, right? And this is also the opportunity for us to let a lot of rookies play that probably are not going to play during the season. So let me recap some of the things that happened, some of the negative things that happened for sure. Obviously, I felt like we we didn't do a great job of really preparing for the Cowboys. I don't think we really made adjustments to play against them correctly. So it's really interesting seeing how that played out specifically, right? So obviously, this, vid, this article right here talks a lot about special teams miscues and consistently special teams being the issue. I really want to beat a dead horse. We all know we gave up two touchdowns in special teams. We did not do a good job. So let's talk a little bit about some of the negatives, and then I want to talk about the positives. I'm going to really focus on the positives, guys, because I've been seeing nothing but negatives, absolutely nothing but negatives on social media. Media. And there were some good things that happened. So a couple things. I want to recap Brandon Staley's press conference. It was very similar to the Texans game last year when we had a lot of people out and we just had no depth. And I think that's what people are so frustrated with. I know a lot of people that we spoke to in the post game were very frustrated because we just, look, it just goes to show you we don't have as much depth. Now, I will tell you this. The whole point of Brandon Staley during the off, or during the preseason, he wants to let players play that have an opportunity to show what they can do in the NFL. A couple of the, the quotes that I really liked that Brandon Staley said, he said, look, we'll let players that need to play prove themselves. And that's what he did. He let players play that need to prove themselves or need to find a spot or an opportunity, whether it be special teams or on defense and offense. Look, the entire NFL is watching, right? And I look, that doesn't come unnoticed, guys. Understand that bottom line, you need to prove that you can play at this level. You can't, then you don't have a spot. And I like what Brandon Staley also said too. You need to make sure you perform or we'll find someone who can. Guys, just so you know, on Monday, we're supposed to cut down to around 80 players. We talked quite a bit about this last night, that it might be a larger cut than we expect. I'm only required to cut another five players, but who knows? They might cut 10, 15 players. They might say, fine, we already know these 15 don't need more time to evaluate, move on, and let's go with the most, hone it down to last maybe 10 or 15 they want to take a look at for special teams and or uh, practice squad. So you never really know. Defense played well enough, Saley said. Easton was up and down. I agree with that. I think he looked all right. I was really hopeful that he would play. The pick early was just really frustrating. And then Brandon Saley said, look, all five running backs did not play well. They played okay. But he emphasized the fact it takes all 11 to play. Again, guys, this is the ultimate team sport, and we did not play well as a team across the board on both sides of the ball. It's interesting to think about because there's no contact in preseason. I know, you know, Dan Fouts talked quite a bit about that during the vodcast. He was like, hey, look, 
you can't really hit people and, and really get aggressive with these folks out there. And largely, I understand why. You don't want to see people get hurt. That's a big part of, of what you don't want to see happen. Speaking of that, right, Gilman, Webb, they were held out precautionary reasons. I think that's smart that they did that. One of the things that really frustrated me on special teams beyond just us allowing two special teams touchdowns is that Duskin Hopkins kickoff was very short and Kevontae Turman ran it back. And it's really frustrating when you see things like that because that's dumb. Now, I do want to emphasize one last thing, and then I'm going to go to nothing but for the most part, uh, positive. Matt Carell, out for the season. Zach Wilson, quarterback, out for four weeks. He played week one. So I understand the concept of not playing our starters, but it gets to a point where you're like, okay, are we game ready? Are we game ready? And that's the question that we have to ask ourselves. I, and I understand that there's a lot of things that we can and cannot do, but understand this, that look, at the end of the day, we've got to be ready week one. Raiders, week one, guys, that's a big game. Right? We've got to show up for that game for sure. But tackling wasn't great. Spiller got hurt. As far as I can tell, it doesn't seem like a terrible injury. I think he should be all right moving forward. It will probably, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out with him. He's extremely young. He should heal fast. So I'm trying to think of what else here. Just turnovers, guys. 3.5 yards of carry on the run. That's not good. And again, I think we had some flashes of brilliance, but we also had a lot of negative as well, too. So look, a lot of negatives. We could talk about that all day. So let's just switch to positives, okay? And make this an uplifting video. Agree or disagree with me on this. I want to hear your thoughts on this. I want to hear you um, agree or disagree with me. All right, so let's move into positives. Look, Josh Kelly will most likely be our running back, too, because of spill injury. I already made a video on this. I do think he's probably in the running for running back too anyways. I think that's going to be the case largely because of Spiller's injury. He probably will not play next week. He'd probably be more game ready versus the Raiders in heavy dose anyway. So what does it really matter? Andre looking very good. He looked very good in this whole week during the scrimmage. He looked absolutely amazing. Chris Frump. Oh my God. He looks great guys. I'm excited to see him do well because I think he's worked very hard to be where he's at. Much like a Joshua Kelly. They worked the offseason very intensely to come back and have an excellent scene this year with the Chargers. Andy looked absolutely amazing as well, too. Josh Paul looked absolutely amazing as well. Gaziano, the Italian stallion, looked amazing as well, too. All in their positions, all showing the NFL that they can do it, right? Again, one of the things I'm going to consistently say that bottom line, the people that need, air quotes, Brandon Staley's words, that need to prove to the NFL that they can play are out there playing. That's what they're doing. And if they make plays, guess what? They're going to find a spot on our team or somebody else's team. That's the whole point, right? Carlo Kemp looked amazing. I was really impressed with the way he played. He played very hard, very sharp, very fast. I think he'll make the team. Fajoko looked very good. I think he'll make the team. Morgan Fox actually looked very good as well, too. Much better than Jerry Tillery. He seemed more aggressive. He seemed to actually care about his position and block the people that he needed to block. And I was very impressed with him. Jamal Davis looked really good. He's Brandon Staley specifically called him out and said, he's improving came from the CFL but still has a lot to learn but he's doing very well he looked very good number 44 JT Woods looked better as well I think he played excellent I watched again I've watched this game twice now took a lot of notes I think he looked a lot better out there moving forward Michael Davis looked good and again he's a starter and I think he will be a starter week one for sure but he's proven himself he's proven that he's got the moxie out there again you know I think he only played the first quarter and then they took him out Storm Norton looked okay on the first few dives first few drives, pardon me, but then Pipkins looked for the TD drive with Zion, right? I really think the Pipkins-Zion combination probably is a little, maybe further along. So uh, it will be interesting to see how that, that plays out. I, again, I still think that right tackle will most likely be Storm Norton, or excuse me, Trey Pipkins and Zion Johnson. I definitely want to make sure we continue to watch that and stay, pay close attention. Jason Moore looked really good, number 11, our wide receiver. I think he dropped a few balls that looked good, but they weren't perfect throws either. He plays the part. I think he looks really 
really good. Um, he might be a bubble guy that will either keep on practice team or maybe cut loose. Who knows? But Jason Moore looked very good to me. And man, J.K. Scott, excellent punter. That punt return that was returned back. Guys, that ball was up for five seconds. And Dan Fouts even specifically talked about that. He should not have run that back at all. And the gunner play, he ran right to him and he literally whipped Turpin at that point. And that was so frustrating to watch because J.K. Scott did exactly what he needed to do. Kick the ball high, let the coverage move down. They were there. They missed the play. That is extremely frustrating. And really, the first quarter was the only quarter we looked good. I just felt like it fell apart from there. Really, quarters two and three really determined the outcome of the game. Sadly, we just could not recover. It's frustrating when we sit back and think about our team. And I'm just going to wrap this up. I know the video is getting a little long at this point. But just understand this, guys. It's preseason. Okay, A lot of the players that are out there are players that might not be on this team moving forward. I like and dislike the way that we're managing preseason, right? We're letting a lot of players play and have opportunities to prove themselves in the NFL, but unfortunately, it's making us look fairly weak as a team. And I know we're running a very vanilla offense and vanilla defense, but at the end of the day, we still want to win. Brandon Staley was extremely frustrated, but again, a lot of bright spots, right? This is an opportunity for people to make plays out there. Can they do it? Can they do what they're wanting to do, and can they prove to the NFL that they can play at a high level? So just a few thoughts, guys. I really think that bottom line, this week was an interesting week in general, right? I felt, again, we played very vanilla. We played good, not great. But at the end of the day, uh, I think next week will be very interesting when we go into the Saints. I think we're going to see a little more heart, a little more soul, a little bit more effort um, on our team moving forward. And cuts this week will be very interesting. I'm very curious to see if it's over five cuts. If it is, it'll be really interesting to see, guys, really and truly. I'm going to be very curious to see how many people are actually cut this week. Again, they only need to cut to get down to 80. But it'll be interesting to see if they cut even more just because they've we've seen enough and we want to give other people more opportunities. So what do you guys think? Agree or disagree with me? Do you think that I'm being a little too overly harsh? And what do you think? I'd love to see your comments down below. And as you, when the cuts come out, we will definitely do a video on that as well, too. But as always, bolt up, don't punt, and we'll see you guys in the next